don't feel bad about asking for help to others. You don't need to be perfect. You don't need to look like that perfect mom or that perfect employee. Just ask for help because you never know when people is available. Hello, beautiful people. You are listening. I am Mantuana, and this is your host, Patricia Manley. I am a first-generation immigrant, a mom, a woman in tech, an international speaker, a healthy living evangelist, but above all, I am finally myself. This is your podcast, a space where you can listen to stories and lessons learned that can inspire you to grow and become a better version of yourself. Real life stories that will show you that you can also be the person you want to be. Practical tips and wisdoms with no filters coming from the heart, always with humor and that Latina drama twist that everybody loves. Be ready for a lot of fun, but also a lot of empowerment, because if I can do it, you can do it too. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of I am Antoana, and uh, this time it's just the two of us. I'm going to talk about a subject that I cannot tell you how many times. I think almost daily people mention it or ask me about it all the time. And it's about people not understanding how I have time for all the things that I do. And this is you know, this is the title of the episode. Like, people always come to me and say, I feel that I need more than 24 hours. Like, it's not enough, the time. And I truly don't know how to do it. And that is coming, that question coming from moms, coming from single ladies, coming from men, coming from my colleagues. Like, everybody's like, Patricia, seriously, how do you know all the things that you do? And I always laugh about it because, um, I don't know, people think that I'm a super human or something like that. And it's quite the opposite, truly quite the opposite. So today I was sitting in my office and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give people some tips and some things that I use that I believe has been helping me to kind of like cover a lot of areas. And when I say cover a lot of areas, doesn't mean that I do everything that I want to do, to be honest. And and that is the thing. People externally looks like I'm doing a lot. Internally for me, I'm not doing enough. Still not doing enough. But then when people point it out to me and I say, but you have done this and this and this and this in the day. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, I get the point. I get the point. But that doesn't mean that, you know, you feel that is good enough. Um, and along the way, you need to make some sacrifices, you need to take some decisions, and you need to make sure that you're covering what you want to cover on that day. And that is the thing. So when people ask me, it's like, how you find that balance, um, you know, work-life balance, and then, you know, you, you side hustles and that kind of thing. And I always say, I don't believe in balance. I truly don't believe in this work-life balance thing. But what I do believe is in prioritization. Because people say, oh, I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. But I think it's all about prioritize what is important for you. So 
classic. Okay, this is a classic. People say, I really don't have time to do exercise. I really don't have time to eat healthy. I really don't have time to kind of like have time for myself. And I believe that it's all about what are the priorities in your life. And I'm not criticizing anyone because I truly believe that you believe that that is not the time. But then when you when you go deep down and you have a look at what you have, you, you do during the day and you really consciously plan what is going to happen during the day, you definitely can see that you can find these little spaces when you can feed in things. The problem is that sometimes those little spaces that you have during the t- your time are not enough for what you're expecting. For example, when you say, I don't have time for myself, um, you know, maybe sometimes you are thinking, I want to have a face mask or I would like to go to um, do my pedicure, manicure and have a massage. And obviously that takes time and money, right? So you need to take the car, you need to go to the place, you need to wait, you need to do the treatment, you come back. So where when you are a busy mom and on top of that, you might be working or just a busy person, right? Like you are doing a lot of, a lot of things. Like where are you going to fit that all in? So um, it's a lot about, right, so what are your expectations about that little me time that you want? Maybe me time for you, if you go really down, deep, deep down, it's just to have a quiet time for 50 minutes or half an hour in your house with a cup of tea or coffee or having a mask sitting reading your favourite book and that maybe it's just 50 minutes. You know what I mean? So... This is what I'm saying about, and this might be a little bit controversial, or people might be thinking just right now, like, oh, Patricia doesn't know my life. And I totally get it, because I was like that. I was like, oh, I don't have time for this. And one of the things that um, I delayed for quite a long time was actually creating this podcast, because I always thought I want to have a platform where I can talk and I can share all the things I'm sharing in individual calls or individual conversations that I'm having with my friends. And I thought, that's not going to happen. Like, we're going to do, like, seriously, Patricia. Then it it becomes the time when I make the decision to create the time. And I figure it out, the ways to dedicate the time that I can to this. Same thing with my coaching business, like where I was going to fit that all in. And I was thinking I will need to have a, a accreditation that is going to take me a year to get it and, you know, all those kind of things. And then again, I took the decision to make it happen and open the space for that. Now, Sounds good, right? Sounds like, okay, I, I understand your point, but how can I do it? And this is what I'm here to give you. I found about 10 tips that potentially might help you. So I use the majority of them. I will say like 80%. I use 80% all the time. But for me and for this episode, if you can take at least one of them, you will start seeing the changes in your life. I guarantee you, there will be, as you know, I like to everything to do in small steps, baby steps. But if you, out of these 10 tips, you take at least one of them and start implementing in a consistent way, 
you will see that those that the time will will feel that you're expanding the time, but in reality, it's just because you made the decision to make those things that you want to do during the day due priority. Okay, so it's very important, very important that you think about that. And just think about when something unexpected come or, you know, you need to go to the doctors. Let's put something very exaggerated. You call UGP and then there's the only one appointment that is going to happen. I don't know, today at five o'clock. And I'm pretty sure that you go and then you figure it out. You find the space and you find the, you know, the space and you make that happen. That is the kind of thing that I'm talking about when I'm, I'm saying, make the decision to make that thing the priority. But again, doing in small steps. I don't want you to say, well, Patricia say that, and then I have this list of all the things I want to do in the day. Because probably it's not going to happen and you're going to get frustrated and you're going to stop doing it. So here we go. This is my 10 top tips that you can implement to create more time or to actually not create more time, to actually feel that you are doing all the things that you want to do during the day. Let's put it in that way, because that is all about, is feel that you are doing all the things that you really want to feel in or do during the day. So one of the things I always say, especially when I'm talking to uh, my uh, clients in my coaching, um, when they come, we like, look, I'm working mom, um, you know, I have one, two, three kids, whatever, and I really don't have time to sit down and do my elevation morning, for example, and those kind of things. So what I always say to people is, first, create a physical weekly calendar. So take an A4 sheet, put Monday to Monday or Sunday to Sunday, whatever you want, put every single hour of the day that you are awake, and I want you to start filling in that calendar with the no negotiable things. So all those things that you know that you can't you can get away, that is work, that is dropping the kids to school, for example, or spending the time cooking, if you need to, if you are the one doing the cooking, you know, like all the things are absolutely no negotiable. They have to happen every single day, no matter what. Okay. And then when you finish that, then you see they, you put things like family time. So when is your family time? It's like your family time that you want to have Friday afternoon or you want to have Saturday and Sunday completely blocked because it's family time or you need to spend certain time or you want to spend certain time of like actual real family time. I'm not talking about taking the kids to the swimming class, right? That is the non-negotiable things that if that is what you do, that is what you do. But it's kind of having that hour when you play games with them, when you watch TV with them, whatever you do with your family. So put the non-negotiable, your family stuff, work stuff, if obviously that is non-negotiable, but you know what I mean? Like the things that you do and take one week as an example. I know that every week might be different for you. You might have even different shift if you work in different like times and that kind of thing. I know that, but it's just a reference. Okay, like how a week look like for you. And then you're going to see that you will have some knocks and crannies of your time here and there. 
And when I say nooks and crannies, there could be anything from like 15 minutes between one thing to the other one, to one hour or two hours here and there. And I want you to see those times. And those are the times that you can use to put the other things that you would like to cover. For example, doing exercise. For example, having that me time. Um, you know, like those kind of things, uh, sitting down and arrange your CV or sitting down and start looking at, um, you know, potential or the jobs that you can do, like whatever is the thing or um, certification that you want to do or studies, you know, anything that you want to add it and you don't know where to add it. So that will give you a really good open, you, you know, it's like it's going to open your eyes to see that you actually have some time during the week. The problem is that that those those nooks and crannies of your time, sometimes I feel it in by scrolling in Facebook, scrolling in Instagram, what binging Netflix and those kind of things. So I want you to forget about those things and just really see the knocks and crannies and realize that sometimes we spend long time in things that are not giving us anything. And we take that as a downtime. We take that as a, oh, that is a time that I don't think about it. But actually, sometimes you might be doing exercise, for example, and that is a better way than binging, you know, the latest series that you are following in, in Instagram, in Instagram, in Netflix. But the idea of this is giving you a really good physical, realistic uh, way to show what is what you're actually doing during the week. Okay. And that is going to start giving you this like, oh, okay. So yeah, I can have these 10 minutes here, 15 minutes here, half an hour here and there. The other thing that I think is quite important, this is top uh, tip number two, is create a morning routine to set up your day the best way. And I cannot say this more, like seriously, and I think episode six of, I think it was six in the podcast, I talk about change your morning, change your life. And in there, just go there and listen in, I explain a little bit about how I start creating my own morning routine, what was the changes that I did and how I implemented in a practical way. Because again, as I say to my clients, when um, they are, I'm working with them um, in terms of their career progression and that kind of thing, people don't realize how important it is to have that morning routine. Something that allows you to have that space for yourself that could be anything between 10 minutes to an hour when nobody is awake in your house, when the kids are still sleeping and you're just enjoying the silence of the house. And probably you're thinking, I cannot wake up before the kids because they wake up at six o'clock or wake up, whatever. Like I wake up with the kids and that is especially for the moms. But I just challenged you. Can you wake up 10 minutes before? Just, just that. 10 minutes before and then in doing those 10 minutes doing five minutes of a little bit of a meditation and then two minutes of journaling or gratitude that when you can scrap in a piece of paper five things that you're grateful for and then five minutes of affirmations just just a thought just think about that let's start with just 10 minutes try because Once you start doing that consistently, you will 
die to extend that for 50 minutes, for 20 minutes, and then maybe reach to an hour. And that is what I do every day. I woke up um, earlier than everybody else and it's the best time of the day. Why that is important? Because my day starts in a different way. I don't start with the stress of the kids, mommy, I want a breakfast and that kind of thing, like the house is on fire and then I'm stressed and then I forgot what I need to do. It's a different thing. It's a different way to start the day, to start more positive, calm, focused, you feel better about yourself. I cannot recommend this more. But again, don't go crazy. If it's really hard for you to wake up early, just start with 10 minutes. But go to that episode and then you will see a lot more detail about that. But that is super, super important. Right. So tip number three, think about your top three things that you want to achieve in the day. And you can do that in the morning, like first in the morning, maybe like after you do that kind of thing and you are having your shower or something, think about what are your top three things that you want to do. Like the, the, the three, the three things that you definitely want to do. Because probably if you're like me, you have a to-do list of, you know, the size of your, your whole body, right? But really, what are those three things that you want to do? And I do the same thing at work. At work also, I have a lot of things, but every morning I think about, okay, what is the three things I want to achieve? And that could be something like send an email to my boss asking for blah, 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 creating a presentation or create, yeah, create the next presentation for the next facilitation that I'm going to do. And, and then, um, I want to make sure that I have this meeting with someone, someone. And, and if nothing else happened, if I cannot achieve anything else, I will be fine. That is, that is the, the, you need to be ruthless with that top three things that you want to do. Same thing at home. What is the things that you want to do? Um, it could be things like, oh, I need to call the GP to ask for my appointment. Um, I want to, um, um, I don't know, buy the uniform for the kids. Um, you know, like sit down online and buy everything. And, you know, what are those three things that if anything else is not done, you will be fine with it. And I know it's hard, but that will give you a sense of accomplishment of that day. Because at the end of the day, when you're like, tick, 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 you're like, yes, I did it. I did the things that I wanted to do. I am good with that. You can extend that if you want to top, top five, but I will say, be okay with those top three. And that take me to my tip number four. And tip number four is be okay with the stuff that you can't do and don't feel guilty, bad, frustrated or upset about it. It's not like you're going to do the top three things to achieve them and then it's like, oh my God, but I couldn't clean the house or I couldn't wash, do the, the you know, washing the clothes or, you know, whatever. And that is a hard thing to do because when your house is a total mess and you walk around and everywhere you you see dust but that wasn't part of your priority and that day is hard <laughs> and you can feel my emotions here because sometimes I need to be okay with the fact that for example my house doesn't look like in the way that I would like to it's not as clean as I would like my house to be clean and that has been a hard thing but I needed to be okay. And even when I 
delegate things to people. Let's say that I I have a cleaner and, and she comes or I say to my husband, could you please do this, this, this? And it's not at my standard brackets. I'm putting brackets here because it's my standard, not the standard of the other person. I need to be okay with that. I need to be like, it's fine. It's not exactly as I want it. I want it. It's not with the quality or whatever that I could do, but the job is done. You need to be okay. And that is hard. And I know because we want to have the perfect house, the perfect kids, that they look not scruffy, that the clothes is all iron, that the sheets probably in your, in your bed are also iron. But is that relevant? Is that important? Do you really want, is that part of your top three priorities? And if it is, perfect. Make sure they happen. But if it's not, be okay with, see your kids with, you know, crinkly clothes. <laughs> and you can hear that as part of also my breathing in, breathing out. Like, okay, they are not, okay, they don't look, okay, you're going out like that with me. Yeah, okay. It happens all the time, especially in my house. I, it was really hard when sometimes I was having my neighbors or visitors come in and I was trying to justify that they, I don't know, the shoes were all over the place or the kitchen was a little bit of a disaster. And then I get to a point like, I can't be like that all the time. I can't be justifying people when they come and say, oh, sorry, this is like that. Like, is what it is. Like, Patricia, just is what it is. It's not going to be perfect all the time and you're doing your best. So that is a tough one, but that is a good one because mentally you will fe- feel much, much better. And that takes me to tip number five. And I touched a little bit about that in tip number four, but tip number five is outsource all the things that you are able to outsource. Because trust me, there's a, a lot of people out there that can do the job for you. And I know, obviously, that means money. But I personally think, especially things like cleaning, when I found someone that came, that comes to my house every two weeks to clean the house, that took, I can't explain you, like a brick out of my head. And all the ladies will probably relate on that (laughs) with me. Because it was like... Okay, it's a little bit of a disaster, but I know that this person is coming and it's all going to look good. Again, might be not at my super standard, at, you know, spotless, that everything is shiny, but it will be, the job will be done. And that for me was the best money invested ever. So I rather don't have my nails done for a whole month or two months that paying this person to come and clean my house. That is my option, right? That is what I think. But um, outsource is really important. A lot of people say to me, I don't know how you do your podcast, for example. And I, I at the moment, I outsourcing everything. Everything from who's editing my podcast, who is doing my show notes. And actually now um, I have someone that is helping me a little bit with the social media and creating all the content for the social media for my podcast. And yes, I know it's expense, but I'm happy to do it. I found people that's really good at it. Uh, we build the trust around and I know I can count with those people. And that gave me such a peace, you know, such a peace of mind 
I can't even explain you. So for me, that is important. So if you can do it, if you think you could, you can spare a little bit of money in outsource some of those services, do it. Do it. Don't feel bad. Don't feel guilty that wise people is going to think if I outsource this thing. Um, do it. Do it. And even if you, um, you know, you are the kind of person that goes to the supermarket every day, well, every week or every month or whatever, outsource that. Like, just sit down, buy it online. So rather than spend two hours, you probably will spend 15, 20 minutes doing the shopping and then you go click and collect or someone comes and bring, bring here. Yes, they're not going to pick the right tomatoes or the best ripe avocados, but you will have avocados and tomatoes here. That is my point, okay? That is really, really crucial as well for you. Peace of mind. Very important. So, tip number six. Think about what you want to accomplish the night before. That is also something that you can visualize. So, you can think about your top three things or you can think about how you want your day to go. And really, like, close your eyes before going to bed and think about and imagine and feel how that day is going to look like. And that will help your brain to be ready for that and not expect the stress of waking up like a crazy person and, you know, running around with the kids, running around at work, having a bad meeting and that kind of thing. That set your body and your mind in an incredible way. And I can explain you how well it does when you visualize how you want your day to look like. And then your day might be no carbon copy of what you imagine, but I'm sure it will be quite close to. And even if unexpected things come during the day, you will take that in a completely different way. Because it's like your day is already planning your head. So if something come out of the blue, you will be able to manage that much better than you know, having a surprise, a constant surprise of what is going on during the day. And then you have this thing that is coming out of the blue and then like, oh my God, he's all crazy. So think about that. That is a really good one. So tip number um, seven. And and I think that is very much related to the other ones I was explaining, the number five, number six. And it's being okay about not doing everything to perfection. And that is one thing for all my perfectionists out there. I am kind of a perfectionist. It's like need to look in this way because otherwise, or I used to be. But then I realized that it's better to be done than never done, if you know what I mean. If I'm constantly improving the thing, the presentation, the, the, the thing that I'm going to, to show to people or to share with people, that probably never going to end because yeah, it's never going to end. And then you will have this delay in your head about, I haven't finished this, I haven't done this. And you will have this um, fear probably that it's not going to be perfect. So best example that I can give you when I start my podcast was literally like that. Make the decision, talk with my best friend about how to do a podcast. Three days later, I was having, I was having my equipment at home, put it together, um, piece of paper, put all the let's say, first subjects or topics I wanted to talk with you. And it's that. I didn't think about that much. I didn't think about, let me create the best photo for the 
cover of my podcast. Actually, that was a random photo that I took. Well, not random. Yes, I wasn't smiling and all that kind of thing. But you know what I mean? It's, it wasn't on purpose. I just got that photo in my uh, phone. And I was like, this is the one that I'm going to use. Have a lot of colors. I like my face. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And it hasn't been perfect, for sure. And it's still work in progress. But it's out there. And I'm so happy that is out there because I have been able to test how is how I'm doing, test how I feel about it, test different things rather than waiting until it is perfect. So that is also okay. And the same thing that happened at work is like sometimes, okay, I do a presentation, I do things, it might not be perfect, but it's out there and I am taking my that off of my list and say it's out there and now it's just a matter of improving what I what I did. Okay. So tip number eight. Yeah, tip number eight. And that is um quite important. And that is one of the fundamentals of my journey of of how I am able to do things. And it's find your support system. Super important. And ask for help. Now my support system is my husband. A hundred percent. Without him helping me behind the scenes with the kids and that kind of thing, I wouldn't have this space to do what I do. I, I wouldn't have the space in my, uh, with my coaching after I finish work to do it. So I have a conversation with him. We have a chat, say, this is super important for, uh, for me. How can we work together as a team? So then when I'm with my coach, um, in my coaching business, helping women, so then he is maybe taking the kids to the classes or doing doing the food. Because one, he knows that it's important for me that I'm developing this thing on the side that I, I absolutely love and that hopefully at some point is going to give me, you know, enough money to to, you know, like develop all the things that, that is aside, but it's a passion. It's something I want to develop. And I talk to him and say, this is important for me. How can you help me? The same thing happened with my album business. When I have the conversation with him and it's like, yeah, I'm going to have to go out and do this networking event here, going for this training. But that is important for me. And if he comes and say, this is important for me, this thing, we figure it out. And I'm talking about I in my 18 years of living in the UK, I I, will, I never ever have uh, help nearby apart from when my mom comes for a few months and stay with us. But I'm talking about always has been the two of us. So you know, like that concept that oh I, I don't have my parents here. I didn't have that, so I need to think out of the box. One have a conversation with him and then some people might be surprised and it's funny that it's surprising you know in 2022 that yes my husband is the one that at some point is cleaning the kitchen or is doing the food while I'm doing this but we do the opposite when we need to do it and some people are like oh wow which is another is another that will be another episode but find your support system and also it's super important asking for help because you never know you can't rely in a neighbor for example that can do something you can pull share the car to pick up the kids or you can ask one of your neighbors or one of the moms at school to bring your kid at home what you're doing this because it's in the same way that she's going so don't feel bad about asking for help to others you don't need to be perfect you don't need to look like that perfect mom or that perfect employee just ask 
for help because you never know when people is available and and obviously be open to help others as well but don't feel afraid that people is going to criticize you and that was a big thing for me actually feeling that I wasn't in good enough as a mom and you know asking for favors here and there and and again you never know uh, we have a situation where one of our neighbors asked if we could bring um her kid with Ethan to the programming um lessons that he's going and we're like yeah absolutely no problem so now we're doing that we're taking the kid at the same time down mine and they are having the class together and they come back together done so we're helping that person but we know that if we at some point need some help from them potentially I will ask and say hey can Ethan stay with you for a little bit why well we are doing this or we haven't been at home etc like ask for help and find your support system and so, sometimes the support system is it comes in a weird way so it's not as straight as we think um so that is very important so tip number nine prioritize your health always 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 so eating healthy do some exercise it's vital to continue doing all what you want to do and that is the thing that we put at the very 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 bottom of our list I didn't have time to eat healthy. I didn't have time to do exercise. So find the ways. And I always say that to people. To eat healthy, for example, you you don't need to spend hours and hours batch cooking or anything like that. It could be as simple as putting together a salad, pre-cook some rice the night before, what you're doing the dinner anyway, so just spending time for that. And then put a salad together, put a little bit of... um tuna or put a little bit of chicken in the air fryer or cooking for 20 minutes in the oven and there you go you have a delicious salad with rice and you know like you can make food really really quickly if you think about it it might be not the tastier one or you know the most elaborated one but make sure that you're getting all the nutrients that you need to really carry on with your day and the other thing is exercise so people usually say I don't have time to do exercise but what about just having five minutes walking around, um, walking around the house? I mean, outside, like walking around the lake in my case, or five minutes doing squats. I don't ask him for anything else. Just five minutes. Start with five minutes doing something, something, even if he's walking, doing a squat from your um, living room to the kitchen or the living room to you, to the toilet. Literally, don't laugh about this, but literally, or instead of going to the to you the toilets downstairs go to the toilets at the top of your house all the time if you have a house you know what I mean like do something that doesn't mean that you need to buy the gear go to the gym do the crazy spinning class no not at all and that is the mistake that a lot of us do when we are trying to get into the healthy thing and be healthy, blah, blah, blah. We think that this is what we need to do. No, start with five minutes. Then when you nail those five minutes in your knocks and crannies of your weekly calendar, then stand to 10, stand to 15, stand to half an hour, and then decided to join the gym or whatever you want to do. So very important because without your health, you can't do much, right? And tip number 10, a big one, and one that I'm still learning hard time learn when to stop and slow down that has been hard for me 
because in my head I want to do trillion of things, like millions of things during the day. But um, not good. So I need to, I have been learning in the last probably six months or so that I really need to slow down because that is pretty much related with my health, um, with how I feel, um, that feeling of tiredness and then running um, running everything, feeling that is the last thing that I, I, I can do is not a good thing. And then what happened is you have health issues, you have problems to sleep. At the moment, I'm big into trying to sleep as much as I can because I wanted to squish so much and I still wanted to do my morning routine that I, I was going to bed at midnight and then waking up at 5.30 in the morning. Um, yeah, that sounds like I'm a superhuman, but I am not. I am not. So trying to go to bed by 9.30 so then I can be in sleeping at 10 has been a big challenge. But I started seeing the benefit and I started to feel that it's okay when I need to slow down and say, Patricia, just slow down. Just enjoy a little bit of quiet time. Yeah, yeah, you might be sitting here doing nothing or watching a little bit of a program with your kids or being with your kids while you can be doing X, Y and Z. It's okay. It's absolutely okay. Yesterday I was thinking, um, I was having dinner and then I was thinking, oh, I can be in my phone and then checking this for the trip, checking this, checking that. And I'm like, no, actually, um, I'm just going to enjoy my food. Just enjoy my food and I will figure it out how to find these things I need to find in Amazon or whatever. So that is a big one, okay? Big one that I'm personally working and probably have been using all of these things for quite a long time. But the last one is the one that I just started recently and I understand why. So when you see all this, now you can understand that it's not me being a superhuman and I'm the only one that I can do three lunar things. I just make priority when I, I, when I want to make priority. I create my list and I know what other things I want to do f- for the day and what I want to achieve. And actually I have this weekly calendar at the top of my head. So I just have my meetings in, at work, but also things that happen outside, I also have it in the calendar. So this is how I can cover things like uh, my coaching business, um, a wedding, a Hindu, an activity that I'm going to do with the kids, even my exercise I put in, in my personal calendar, even uh, when I'm going to sit down and review my business and all that kind of thing, and when I'm going to record my uh, podcast. I put everything in a calendar so when I'm planning my top three things and everything else, I know what's going on. And it, it might sound a little bit like to the detail, but I also put in my calendar when I wake up, when I'm doing my shower, when I'm having a breakfast with the kids or I'm you know preparing the breakfast with the kids and that kind of thing. I, I have everything in that calendar so I know, I know because I know when I'm talking with someone and it's like, right, Let's have a chat on this day. One, I will be committed to that. And two, uh, it will ma- it, I will make it that happen. You know what I mean? And that is very important. So that is, that's all. That is all. That Those are my top 10 tips for having a, let's say, productive day um, rather than, I'm feeling good about it. You know what I mean? Rather than um, me trying to tell you how can you squeeze as many things as you can in your day. Um, yeah, that's all for me, guys. I hope this helped. 
And my wish for you, as I say at the very beginning, is please, 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 don't start with this top 10. Pick the one that caught your attention, start doing it consistently, and then little by little, start adding the other one, and the other one, and the other one, and the other one. And don't forget to listen that episode about my morning routine. Okay, I'm going to put it in the show notes so you can check. But thank you so much. I hope you have a very productive week and see you next week. Bye. Well, thank you so much for staying with me until the end. And if you like this episode, give me a like and leave a review so I can reach as many people as possible and share the love. Also, you can subscribe and listen to this episode in Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts. If you want the notes of this episode, go to www.la-mantuana.com slash blog. Or if you want to connect with me, follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Lamantuana UK or join my community, I am Mantuana on Instagram. I would love to connect with you. It was a pleasure talking to you today. But remember, everybody has a Mantuana inside. Stay with me and discover yours. See you next week. Bye.